Osiris. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a second to tell you about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Head to factormeals.com stormsound50 and use code stormsound50 to get 50% off your first box and along with two free wellness shots per box while the subscription is active. That's code stormsound50 at factormeals.com stormsound50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while your subscription is active. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. We're doing it live. What Hello? are we doing live? Oh, geez. The last, the last one, unfortunately. That's what we're doing Sad. live. I know. This is so sad. Today, uh, we are here. Uh, this is another episode of Always Almost Megan. Yay! <laughs> oh, I don't know man. what that would be like, but it sounds kind of crazy. I feel like this means I need to come on your podcast, is what this means. For sure. Absolutely. I just have to learn more about Goose. You're getting there. Oh, you know plenty of okay. Yeah, you're getting I mean, yeah. you just watched the whole you, tour. So Yeah, you know, you know more than the average fan at this point, I think. Right. We'll see. Hopefully. And hey, Kev's here today. Oh, what's we going on? Kevin. Hi, Kev. Yeah. Even Kev. Even, Even Kev. Kev's here today. We're, we're very excited. Um, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, um, RJ could not make it today. We are very sad uh, that he could not be here to talk about, you know, um, his experience at the show last night. But I think he's still in the hospital from dancing too hard during Rockdale. Or crying. Um, crying yeah. too much, probably. It, it was injuries sustained during Rockdale, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, we, we love you, RJ, and uh, we wish you were here. But uh, we can talk about last night's show. Let's we do watched. It. We listened. It was, mm-hmm. it was good. It was a good show. And, you know, th- it was the end, the end of it all, the end of the tour, which is, you know, so bittersweet. Yeah. Because it was such a fun show. But, you know, this is it. It's over for now. For now. 
for now. For We've now. heard a lot of for now. now. Yeah. I'm excited to see what that means. And, you know, we're hoping that we're going to get uh, a nice batch of Goose Winter Tour dates um, announced in the next little while. Um, and hopefully, you know, this isn't the last time we see Taboos um, because this was amazing. And, you know. Now we have to, like, officially use that name since they used it, too, last yeah. time. Yeah. In it it's been it's been uh, used by many. Um, you know, I, I think it definitely has a better ring to it than like truce or um, a lot of the other names that were floating around. I think Taboos has it rolls off the tongue nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the so... best of bad things. Combination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think now Pollock is trying to make Jatab be a thing. And it just, it's not. I don't know. It's not good. If we're forcing two words together, it's the least offensive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Forcing two words together. Exactly. exactly. I read. I read not Pollux as as almost like an Australian thing, like Gitab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's an apostrophe in there. Uh, Gitab. <laughs> Gitab. Well, um, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the show. Um, you know, it looked like. Everyone in the venue was having a great time, obviously. You know, uh, nice flopener uh, to get us started last night. Uh, Are we going to just keep combining words in this terrible th- way? This is, a, this is an existing night. This is an existing thing. Uh, okay. It appears in, in I don't like notes. flopener. I just, I I just want to say I don't that use it. as a term. Okay, thank you. I'm not going to use it either, Brian. Okay, well, Continue flow down Brian, opener. I, I note it on the lgoose.net because that's how, that's how Coach notes it. So, got to defer to the man. Um, but... Flopener, um, I'll say it again. But you know, some some of the usual interesting Rick delay knob fiddling tricks. Nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, not not quite as as extensive as they've taken that intro. Um, you know, this year, you know, we got a lot of really extended intros. So, which isn't surprising. I mean, you got ninety minutes. You know, the clock's running. So, um, you know, you gotta you gotta be very thoughtful of of how you use that time. But um, I, I was honestly actually even surprised to see flow down. Um, but, uh, you know, I suppose, I suppose it was due. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it was, uh, you know, like you said, Ryan, I mean, I think, I think, you know, fairly short um, and then into the pancakes. And so, so I think that was the first sign of, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, you know, if not all bangers, mostly bangers, you know, it's, it's the final night. I think we were all wondering a little bit about, um, you know, is there going to be anything different um, in terms of how sit-ins are treated, you know, um, set times, maybe even things like that. But um, so, yeah, so I think pancakes was just the first sign of, all right, let's, let's, let's see, let's see where this goes. And that pancakes jam, by the way, last thing I'll say about this is, uh, you know, really nice jam, I, you know, probably one of the better jams of the night. And I think when we get into the rest of the set list, you know, t- tonight was a little bit different in that regard as well. But yeah, the pancakes really, really got things going. I mean, that jam was uh, got hot. Yeah, I agree. I think Flowdown's cool too. It's like reminds me of like an early fish song with like lots of different composed sections that all kind of sound a little different and have a lot of like different vibe to each little section. It's cool. I heard that I think they played it in Mohegan too. Yes. Um and that was the first time I really heard that song. So that was cool to hear it as an opener too. But I thought the pancakes like that to me was when they seemed to be like, Okay, we're here to play tonight. Like we're gonna push a little harder tonight. We're gonna really like start attacking the set. And I thought that jam and pancakes had great peaks really great 
I love that we're here in 2022 and we're like talking about pancakes as a song that like is peppered into a set to make it better because it's still so new um, that uh, yeah, it's just surprising that, that it's become what it's become, but it, mm -hmm. it, it kills every time it's, it's never a bad song. And I thought it was awesome here as well. To be fair, it is a new song, but it was debuted at the end of January, which is like 75 shows ago at this point. Uh, pretty much. So, you know, they, they've wow. played so many this year that Pancakes feels like it's been in the rotation forever. It's become right. a mature That's song. like five pandemic years. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah. Exactly. laughs> so true. Wow. They played a lot. That's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, really, really awesome Pancakes. Um, Rick, Rick was in the zone. A lot of very precise playing from him during this jam. Um, but yeah, th this was great peak. It's interesting you know, tracking how pancakes went from in the winter, you know, delivering like many 20 minute versions in the row uh, to kind of recently, with the exception of uh, New Orleans, and maybe a couple others has, has it's been kind of a shorter, you know, like energy boost uh, to the set as opposed to a, a huge extended jam vehicle, which has been interesting. I mean, it does pretty well with that. They did a, you know, well, a bunch of different places, but most notably at Radio City, it was like a shorter version. That was hot. That was a yeah. very, very good uh, version of pancakes there too. That was not on the long side. Mm -hmm. And the one with and the one with Trey earlier in the tour was great too. Then we get Turn Clouds, um, which interesting pick uh, for me mid set. You know, not something I may have expected here. Um, you know, we we talked a little bit about last week how uh, California Magic maybe didn't really translate as well into the arena setting. Um, you know, obviously n none of us having been there last night, we don't really know how it went across in the crowd, but I feel like this may have been another one of those songs that might be like a little slow to get going, um, in that larger room setting, but sounded beautiful though. Like his voice, Rick's voice is so amazing. And I feel like that the beginning of that song, I think it's the beginning of that where it's like bluesy almost. And it's like, he's mm -hmm. singing just, it's just almost his voice. And I was just blown away. I mean, that's one thing that like stands out so much about Goose is just Rick's ability to sing. And it was that song was really such like a, a great place, like highlight of that for me, for sure. But yeah, it's hard to know. I mean, I love that song, California Magic. I, you know, I wasn't at oh, that too. show, so I don't know how it hit. But um, but I felt like this didn't like totally destroy the flow of the set at all. I, you know, Turn Clouds is an interesting one. Where it, I mean, it's got a little bit of pep to it, especially like the 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 Peter organ at the end. I was surprised mm -hmm. by this because, like, you know, when they were talking about the show and a bunch of people talking about the show leading up, a bunch of people from the band. I think the the band account, which is generally Peter and Jeff himself on social media, was saying, you know, we're gonna pull out all the stops tonight, and like this one doesn't feel like pulling out all the stops necessarily, yeah. but. I do agree with you, Megan, that it's a good point. Where's the Rosewood? <laughs> Where, where's the, you know, where's yeah. like Rosewood Heart or like some of these other kind of more epic songs? Uh, or Born, which also didn't get played. <laughs> Drive 2. That's like, crazy. Yeah. How did Born yeah. not, even I know that that's weird. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you would think they would play that song given that it's on the album they just released yeah. once out of and these eight shows when all, everybody's paying attention. Yeah. And it doesn't take that long to play. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you can get in and out of Born. Seven yeah, minutes. in five minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But so agreeing with Megan's point, though, that and they haven't done this like a whole bunch this tour. And I said this the other day when they played this old sea, 
there aren't many like just showcasing Rick's voice kind of songs Vocals, on this tour. Yeah. And so this is an example of that. So maybe that's why they threw it in there. But Rosewood, uh, not a vibe killer, but... but definitely like not pulling out all the stops either. I don't know. It's just a, it's a weird tune. I would have been happier. Do you have any lukewarm takes on the? <laughs> I would. I, I I would I would have been happier with I think uh, a, a Rosewood showcasing of Rick's vocal talents. Uh, but to Megan's point, uh, Turn Cloud still did give him that showcase, uh, you know, to sing. And I often like to remind you guys that it's not all the time that they're playing these songs for us who are always like keyed into these you know, type two jams and, you know, off script jamming that mm-hmm. they do. Sometimes they just need to play songs for fans, you know? So true. Well said. Um, but and Born then... and Rosewood are the songs <laughs> <laughs> that I, as a fan. It's exactly. Oh, it's all about you, Brian. There was someone uh, out there last night who was like, thank God they played Turn Clouds instead of Born and Rosewood. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's a yeah. chase. Some people do love that song and do chase it. They don't play it all that often. It's a good song. Well, this year they do, but yeah. Uh, and then we and then we get Dripfield, which you know I stupidly did not put on my fantasy picks for last night. Um, yeah, we all very, knew it was coming. Yeah, it was it was obvious. It's one of those things where you know as soon as you think of it, it's like, oh yeah, of course they're going to play Dripfield tonight. Um, and <laughs> as always, um, you know, Dripfield hits like always. It's a primal banger, so. Yes, it's always going to hit. The but the only thing that surprised me was that Trey didn't play Dripfield with him, um, because I really thought, you know, that was the only song that was the only sit-in from Radio City uh, that you know that they hadn't repeated. Um, mm-hmm. And so I really thought, I thought Rockdale and Dripfield was going to close it out, uh, close out the goose set with Trey. So that was the only thing that surprised me. Otherwise, yeah, I mean Dripfield in the arena. I mean, yeah, that's that's got to hit nice. Um, and, and yeah, yeah not, a decent version too. I mean, they didn't, uh, they didn't cut it short. They really, um, they really gave, gave it everything. So um, yeah. Yeah. Super psyched at that, um, that, that, that came out where it did, you know, Trey or not. Um, and then, I mean, I it, it, feel free to go back to, to drip field, but just coming out of drip field, this is where we saw kind of the first tweak um, you know, to kind of the scheduled programming as it had been going, where Trey came out one song earlier than the other seven mm-hmm. nights. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that, so that was cool. So it's at that point, I think you, you kind of knew, okay, that, so one of two things is going to happen, right? We're either going to get three songs instead of two, which is the kind of the more likely, um, or we're going to get, you know, the 20 plus minute treatment on something. Um, so, so I was still, still hanging on to, you know, the, the, you know, thin strand of hope for that Rosewood to come, but uh, <laughs> alas, we all were, um, we, we, I was we ready to smash it, but... the, the quote tweet, uh, button on my very negative Rosewood tweet and, and really eat crow on that. And I was looking forward to it and it just didn't happen. You I want, I want, yeah. I wanted to be, I wanted to be wrong. I wanted to be wrong. When they played Dripfield without Trey, I was thinking to myself, well, all right, so if they're not doing Dripfields and Rockdale with Trey, then they're going to do Cross-Eyed and Painless. That that was oh, my God. line of thinking. And there were a lot of people who were kind of hoping that. I mean, Goose does play it often enough where they could play it eventually. And I do think their version probably wouldn't mesh with the version. How Trey plays it. Yeah. How mm-hmm. Trey plays it. 
like they'd actually have to sit down and learn how to play it together which is really yeah. funny but they would <laughs> and uh yeah i i was thinking to myself like what if they did rosewood and then he kind of did that intro jam into cross-eyed that would have been cool alas oh my god no that cool. I did, i've never i don't think i've ever heard goose's version of cross-eyed now i'm gonna be listening to that immediately mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's pretty cool. It sounds nothing like the fish version. It has a pretty extended it has auto intro. Tra- <laughs> so, yeah. Mousetrap 2019. Yeah. No, okay. Megan, uh eleven seventeen twenty-one Kansas City. It the 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 what everybody calls the Reba jam, which is kind of the pre-cross-eyed intro jam that Goose does. Okay. Comes right out of Arcadia. Yeah. Okay, nice. Oh, nice. Go that whole show's on YouTube. It's a great show. Uh, and then Mousetrap also, for sure. Yes. Uh, yeah. two seven twenty two Bozeman, also a great version to Dragonfly. We're 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 loading you up Ryan, on uh, Ryan. Are you writing this but... down for me, Ryan? Are yeah, you taking notes for me. <laughs> he will. He will definitely <laughs> send you a message later. I, I will. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, that's all. That, that's always almost Megan right there. See, just like, <laughs> yeah. just like us on the pod. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, take some notes. <laughs> it's it always yeah, we, need to loop, <laughs> we, we need to look into import- the Google Doc. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. I don't know if I'm ready for that. That sounds amazing. I think yeah. that I, I want to talk about this trip field though, because I feel like it's, it played so well in an arena. It's like such a perfect yeah. song for that with like Peter going out to the audience and like you know, jumping up and down. And like, I remember when he did that at Radio City and you know, that was like my first experience of that. And it was just so fun to see him out there. I, I really dislike how he faces away from the audience so much. Like, I don't like how they have his rig set up because he's so infectious and i hate that like half the time when you look at the stage you see his back i don't yeah. know what why that is ryan you probably know yes but, i but do it's actually sad. it's sad <laughs> believe it or it's, not it's unfortunate and i know you know they they've experimented with like ideas of different placements for the rig but at the end of the day when he plays guitar he needs to have the pedal board at the front um because otherwise it's just like that then his guitar pedal board would be at the back oh, and, and it would be super it. awkward you know He's either then facing the open back while he's playing guitar, or if he's facing forward and like the organ or something is in front of him, he doesn't have as much space to actually play guitar. And so okay, the, the front sense. being open, you know, is the only way it works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it yeah, was and still he- cool. And I thought Trevor was just laying down some like amazing bass lines during that trip field. Mm-hmm. And the lights were going and crazy and the drums. Yeah. And like the lights they had, like where they were like kind of putting everything on like the people behind them it just looked amazing and i love the ending of that song it's like so delicate it was beautiful mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah ryan nice i saw that too it looked incredible yeah the stream was really cool last night good lights you know to the the point about peter and the keyboards he was incredibly thoughtful about that and he actually got on i forget what it was i think a bunch of us were there it was when um there was like briefly that thing clubhouse yes clubhouse in, yeah in, in early oh. 2021 yeah. <laughs> yeah and he got on clubhouse Sunday and... shenanigans with me yeah. brian and greg that was that's a classic <laughs> that is a classic and he he came on and he was like listen my keyboard rig is expanding right because he had the probably the the nord stage three mm-hmm. just the nord this stage was... three for a while yeah this right? was this was before he had even debuted the vintage vibe the last we had seen peter's rig it was you know two nords and a clav Oh, yeah. Wow. He's yeah. So, and he just came on and just like, there was a bunch of us just from the internet chatting and he was yeah. like, so like, I don't know what to do guys. Like, like how should what, I set what up my think? ray? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's a really funny moment. And then, you know, he went with something completely with what was or different than what was discussed. I don't even but, remember uh, what nevertheless, we landed on. 
It was a funny conversation. But yeah. And he, I, he I apparently did that. spend a lot of time yeah. on it. Yes. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a hard situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, skipping ahead now, that drip was awesome. It, you, you knew it was coming in this last show. It had to be played. It is such an emblematic song of, of Goose's sound now, which is funny because it's still so new. It debuted in February, right? Yep. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It just fits so well with what they're doing right now. And it fits so well in a venue like that. And this one, like Brian was saying, did have a little extra to it. It, it uh, you know, it wasn't just like the, the drip field in out. So no, Rick a, got a, after it. He was like, yep. he was going for it. It was great. It was great. And then, you know, let's talk about this Rockdale with Trey, because I think, Ugh. you know, we all we all thought this was coming tonight. We all kind of knew this was coming tonight. Uh, very, very excited, you know, about this and very excited for RJ, who got the Rockdale with Trey. Um, you know, Happy for <laughs> I, texted, you, I texted him after the song to make sure he was still alive. Um, <laughs> I did, said, too. I was said, like, barely. you got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> this was a fantastic Rockdale, you know. Obviously a fantastic oh song, um, but Trey and Rick just sounding so good on the jam here um, and very well peaked. Yeah, and the gets results. No, like, it's just RJ gets what he wants. That's I think that's yeah, what it's coming it's down RJ. to. <laughs> RJ gets results. It's fine. Let's just call it the pod. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah no, the, I thought the peaking during that Rockdale was like unbelievable. I And the segue back into the song was seamless and just seemed like they had rehearsed it a hundred times. It was just like this perfect landing back in. It was super satisfying. Definitely my favorite version of that song I've ever heard. It was incredible. Have you heard the March 10th, 2022 version? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, it's for, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> so putting it on the list. It's another one you can say. Put it on the list. <laughs> I, I think but- it's going to be interesting to go back and re-listen to all the trace ends from you know portland through because i think so rockdale was you know fire and it was only 12 minutes mm-hmm. and i mean it felt like it was longer and mm-hmm. i feel like I, I i mean i feel like just in these eight shows rick and trey have that it doesn't take them any time to just lock into an idea and and just go, you know what I mean? And, and even at the beginning, it, it, I, that, I don't think that that was the case either, but man, I mean, these last few nights, it, it just, it just really felt like, you know, they just, as soon as the jam hit, um, you know, they're both just all over it. You know what I mean? And no time to feel, feel it out, you know, wait for somebody to make it, make a choice or a decision. Um, I mean, it just, both of them just on it from, from the start. So yeah, just super, super. We, we don't have the soundboards yet, um, and so I actually haven't haven't gone back and listen of last night yet. He's taking his time. Let, let let him rest today. He'll he'll get him up. You figure last night well, was a big party night for sure. Yeah, Bandcamp <laughs> Bandcamp band has been posted. Oh, yeah, just, okay, cool. Just as we were starting, it yeah. got posted. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. All right, I'm gonna go but listen yeah. to that real quick. So should we take twenty and? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, full agree, Brian. That was one of the points that I wanted to make about the show, and I feel like this is Trey's influence on the band. Um, like Trey with Fish does get there very quickly, and Goose is not known for like kind of getting to whatever space it is very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like twenty minute jams are the norm. We expect like twenty minute versions of songs, and sometimes we get twenty minute versions of songs 
that don't really get anywhere. You know, like, Arrow. we were like talking about Arrow the other day. Like that's the thing that actually happens. Whereas with Trey, like I feel like, I mean, you're getting there and you're getting there quick. Like right. he, he knows what but he wants to do. And... But that's also a relatively recent development with Fish. Like Fish in the 90s and 2.0, like early 3.0, we're still taking, you know, that there's an interview in the It documentary where, you know, Paige talks about like, it may take us, you know, 25 minutes of searching to get there. But when we get there, and, you know, Fish now is able to, like, be like, all right, we're there, like, you know, in, in three seconds. So it's it's really cool, you know, seeing the development, as you said. Yeah, well, it, and, and it's kind of what I was saying the other day, and I've been saying this a bunch, which is Trey's so immensely talented at so many things, right? He's an amazing guitar player, but he's also an amazing improvisational musician. And I think this is, like, an example of, like, his ability to find a space right away because he's just so comfortable improvising and then get the whole band to go there with him. And then, you know, this Rockdale, all Rockdales have an amazing peak in them. And then, you know, adding Trey to the Rockdale peak, it, it, oh, you couldn't miss. Yeah. You just couldn't miss. It was guaranteed You're to kill. harmonize on, the, on that main riff. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's just so it's good. So good. It's so good. Yeah. Amazing. And then, you know, Elmeg, which... Uh, it was a bit surprising to me, you know, to see this, though, in, in hindsight, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, like, they'll, they'll play Elmeg. Um, but, you know, wh where do you go after that Rockdale uh, based on the pool of Goose songs that are left? Like, do they play Tweezer, which would have been cool? Um, no, they do not play Tweezer. Um, but Elmeg was a great pick. Nice hearing Trey on this one. And, you know, I just I love this song. Yeah, I, I feel like after two Factory Fictions... <laughs> we were due for an album. Uh, it was why? Why didn't we think Elmeg? Where's you know the dragonfly? I mean? Two factory fictions um, and no dragonfly. Yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't associate those songs together, but I do associate no, factory fiction and Elmeg together. Uh, I think there's a strong connection. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, Trey, you know, on the Elmeg lick uh, from the beginning too. So uh, just kind of kind of goes back to that, and and you know, we've as we've talked about you know, throughout this, this run of shows, um, you can tell the songs, you know, which has been most of them to be fair, where he's, he's, he's got it worked out, you know? So yeah, super cool to see and hear Trey, you know, playing, playing those lines. And, um, we didn't get any more Trey vocals, which no you know, Trey I, vocals I, last night. Yeah. Which slightly disappointed, disappointed me after the Redbird. um, you know, I was really kind of hoping that we were going to see more of that because I just, I just love it. And, and I'm not talking background, you know, vocals, uh, you know, I'm talking taking the lead on a verse, you know what I mean? I think it's so cool when they do that. Uh, that's the one thing that I would say I didn't get enough of um, was, was more of that kind of cross vocal. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Elmeg and, and the Elmeg is another, is a, it's just another good jam where, you know, they didn't take it super long, but they got into it and and really delivered a you know a hot version of 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 an amazing and kind of a you know this is a it's like a heart you know this is like an emotional song I think um, you know to to a lot of fans so um, just a really awesome awesome way to you know I know it didn't end the, end their set but you know last night of the run you know re really awesome that they threw that in there I was super happy to see it mm -hmm. really gorgeous too. Has the intensity of the Trey stare at Rick oh been God. talked about at all? We've like talked going about going back to 
talk uh, just going back to what you guys were talking about like getting going right away like just trey just locking eyes with rick and locking eyes with his instrument and them them just totally being in sync with each other just phenomenal to watch it watch it live Mm -hmm. it's amazing i was watching with my husband last night who's not a fan and you know god bless him for sitting through all this music that i make him sit through but he was watching (laughs) last night he really liked Mag. he's like i really like this song and he was like what is going on the way that trey is like looking at you know rick he didn't know rick's name but you know looking at him it's it looks so intense like it's so overwhelming and it's like uncomfortable for me to watch he was saying i'm like i know and i feel like rick is learning so much and just operating under so much pressure and doing an incredible job. I've said that before, but I really have to say it again because it is not easy to have a person probably that you've idolized your whole life, like be standing a foot from you in your biggest rooms you've ever played, you know, staring at you while you, and he plays your songs and you're playing his songs. I mean, that is like, it's next level pressure and he's crushing it. Convey, it into your point, it conveys a level of seriousness that Trey is treating that moment and he expects totally. also Rick also expects Rick to treat the moment the same way. Yeah. Billy Absolutely. didn't look at anybody like that. No, he did not. <laughs> Billy, alone, Billy wasn't man. looking at anybody. Be careful. I, I heard uh, a, I heard a, I heard a rumor that someone was hanging out with Billy the night before and um, well, it's not a rumor. It's, it's someone told me this. And he said that he was asking, he was like, so, you know, are you, are you going to do this sit in tomorrow night? And Billy was like, I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. And he went and asked his manager, like, am I doing this sit-in tomorrow? And the manager <laughs> was like, yeah, I think so. And he's like, okay, I guess I am. No idea. Like 24 nice. hours before. So, yeah. That's funny. It's hysterical. Yeah. Billy strikes um, me as a guy that doesn't get surprised by the moment, though. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There. Well, I, like, I think RJ was talking about this the other day, too, which is Billy Strings is kind of somewhat larger than life, right? <laughs> In, in the jam band community, you get like these kind of like normal people. Like I still think of Trey as like a normal guy. Yeah, he's a um, nerd. Who goes, yeah, I mean, he's like, yeah, he's like a nerd. Whereas, well, we like, saw the Billy picture Strings... of him reading the instruction manual for Rick's new amp. <laughs> for, <right? yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like, yeah. you know, like Trey's the kind of guy you could run into at the grocery store and be like, hey, you know, whereas Billy Strings yeah. is not. Billy yeah. Strings is like a full-blown rock star. Um, and so I could very That's much fair. see that where like he... Trey I mean, does his own grocery shopping. Yeah, I mean, he's a larger-than-life personality. I, I could definitely see him just showing up every day of the tour, just being told where to go and, like, doing his thing. I don't know. Totally. Like, rock star uh, style. Yeah. yeah. Like, someone like else just like a, figuring all this stuff out. Yeah. He is absolutely larger-than-life, which which I think we are not used to as fans of jam music, uh, which that's mm. what makes him interesting. But this Elmeg um, is really – it's like a hot Elmeg. Like there's a, so much energy to this one, and that's typically not how Elma goes in my eyes. Usually, it's a pretty meandering jam that kind of gets out into like airy, spacey territory. And like I don't know, I, I don't go back and listen to Elmegs a lot because they're so rare. And usually, when they're played, they're long and not like the most epic jams. But this one, I, I just I thought it was awesome. <laughs> like they should do Elmeg like this more often, but had a lot of energy to it with Trey. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, you just have Trey show up whenever you play Elmeg, and then it'll be fine. Yeah. But no, just like the energy that that was in the jam in this song—it's atypical of the song—and I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's the Elmeg that Red Rocks needed. Yeah, 
And also the drip field that Red Rocks needed. The drip field. <laughs> hey, hey, we're gonna get. There's gonna be a drip field at Goosemas for you, for you Colorado. There folks. should be a Goose Festivus at Goosemas, where we get to air the complaints that we have about songs that weren't played in certain situations, and airing of grievances about yeah. certain songs not being no rosewood on the booth. No drip field at Red Rocks. <laughs> it's called letters to the le- letters to the manager. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, uh, and, and let then, Jeff know on social media; he'll respond appropriately. I'm sure. Yes, he lo- uh, yeah, he's really digging <laughs> everything about Rebel. songs that people have to say. He, he let for those of you not on Twitter uh, or who didn't see, he let everybody know uh, yesterday that he will no longer be taking requests via social media. Um, and that he doesn't have any input into it. Um, and he was very excited that he called the tour opener, I think. Yeah. And also, if you, <laughs> and don't, somehow if, you that... don't, if you don't like Goose, you should listen to Arabolo. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow that thread turned into this bizarre Q&A about this <laughs> random yeah. topic. <laughs> which, like, it's so nice to have Jeff on social media again. And, like, we'll see how long it lasts again, right? Because he's always on and then he's gone. Like, poof, he disappears. Um and that's been like Man, two or three mystery. times that's that's happened already but just having him around is so good because he's just a naturally funny guy and mm-hmm. uh you know I, I, his answers to some of these questions has been hilarious did you catch the one today where somebody asked like what's a ray below no um, i didn't what was his uh, response he said it's a special tie made out of minerals Oh uh, which gosh. I get it, like orbolo, like yeah, yeah that's I, mean, funny. I guess it makes sense. <laughs> that's um, but like that's something that. he's thought about, um, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's got oh oh Jeff. Um, so back to back to the show. Um, we get a a, a non trace in the horns second appearance of the tour uh, and the set closing hot tea. Um, this was really fun. The horns sounded amazing on it. You know, they didn't play it in the album arrangement, which had horns. Um, but I think they really sounded amazing on the original Hot Tea. Um, personally, if I were going to restructure this set, like the sit-ins a little bit and have the horns on another song, I think I would have them do backing vocals and horns on a 726, maybe before Rockdale, and then have the set end with Elmig. But this tea was still super, super fun. Great, great solos from all of the, uh, all three of the amazing horn players. Yeah, I was waiting for this one the whole time. This is like one of the first Goose songs that like kind of hooked me um, when I first started listening to them during like the pandemic and stuff. And I just, this song's great. And I feel like it's just really like accessible and fun. And I knew it would just be kill with the horns. And it did. It was awesome. Yeah, we definitely saw this one coming. No doubt. I, I mean, <laughs> I, well, at least I did. I, I was like, this is going to be played in the last show of the tour. When they say they're they're pulling out all the stops, I think that means hot guaranteed tea, hot tea. <laughs> yeah, like guaranteed yeah. hot tea. Um, and I'm glad that the horns came up for another song because it, I mean, it was very, very good. And everything the horns have done so far, well, the one thing the horns have done so far with the band was very, very good. So I was excited to hear that. And yeah, that's a killer way to close out the set. I mean, that's a that's an awesome three songs to end it and pretty cool way to kind of end the the goose collab part with everybody on the stage that they could fit really i mean you're not you're not getting anybody else from tab on that stage at that point i 
Anyone else on the tee? Brian no. likes to talk about tea, so I, I yeah, because he talk, likes to talk so much about the tea, I was actually going to defer whatever time that was allotted to me. I wanted to give that to him as well, so he could, he could just, <laughs> I, uh, just, just yeah, wow, about this tea. yeah, Kevin and I once saw um, three hot teas in nine days. That's uh, yeah. wow. That's all I have to that's, say about hot tea. Yeah, so yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. So and that's and you know when, when you look at uh, yeah, so historically, I mean, I mean, Neil's right. Um, you know, everybody probably should have seen this coming. Um, I, I think I think in my brain sometimes I'm just I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, you know, maybe there's maybe we'll get something that I like more, but um, <laughs> it does tend to show up tour <laughs> closers. You know, special shows, things like that. So when they're feeling it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is like one of their bangers. They are going to play it at the biggest shows. So I mean, it had to be played, and it's a perfect way to close it out. It's great, Brian. Do you think it's the perfect way to close it out? Yeah, I mean, so are we talking about the tab set now, or <laughs> oh, man, terrible? <laughs> All right, let, let's, great let's talk song. about the tab set. Let's talk about. Uh, shall we? Love I it. mean, there's a lot of tab sets to talk about. Hey, no, no, uh, no. I, I, in, as, as, as a, as a wise man once said about hot tea, encore that shit. Twelve yeah, minutes. Well, I mean, it's a killer, killer encore. Yes. Yeah. Now, that would have been. That might have been cooler because you know tea was the only repeat um, in terms of trace it from the crowd. Uh, tea or Kylie? Oh, that's, oh, oh, I mean, tea every time. That's, <laughs> that's I don't dislike tea. You know, it just, it, it's for me, it's just a little overplayed. That's all. Um, I think so. So tea was the only repeat um, in terms of Trey Siddons with Goose. Um, so hearing it with the horns was awesome. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Tea as an encore to the tab set might've been cool. I think that's one of the things that people were calling for is, Hey, do you know, it'd be really cool if a goose song got played as part of that end of show collaboration. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, m- maybe that would have been cool, you know, cause if you've already got Trey and the horns involved, you know, I mean, get everybody, get everybody in on that tea, you know, make it extra hot. Better, better than party time. <laughs> extra hot tea. Yeah. I mean, you know, show of life, party time. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get we'll there. Get we can there. talk about the tab set first. Uh, solid, solid tab set uh, for the most part. Um, I was, I was a little bit disappointed to see that they didn't. You know, we we talked about yesterday how it seemed in Syracuse, Trey was feeling a little more jammy. They were stretching mm-hmm. things out a bit more. Um, it did not seem like he was in the mood for that last night. Um, push on till yeah. the day. Great surprise placement as an opener, though. Really like that. I think we talked about first tube. You know, showing up in that slot and being a very predictable closer for tab. So push on being here was great. Um, otherwise not a ton to talk about in this set. Another very strong dark and down. Um, I I'm really liking and flew away more with each successive play. I think. Yeah. yeah I, I love I, dark I mean, and down. Th- Sorry, Megan, go ahead. Very cool song. No, very cool song. I think, you know, I think there were some moments that were cool. One of which is just that Ciro at one point was playing an, a bow and arrow, which I just, yeah. during Love is What We Are. And it's just like, what? I just looked up at the stream. I'm like, what 
is he playing? He's he was like plucking a bow and arrow, and then Trey said he, you know, a couple of people were hit by Ciro's Cupid's bow, which is pretty funny. Um, I'm not fin- think- familiar enough with their songs, but I feel like he he did something with that bow and arrow a couple shows ago as well. Yes, did he? It's, did he? it's been there. And Trey made a comment, I think, after Love Is What We Are, that um, like you know somebody got shot with you know Ciro's Cupid's arrow, and like you know who you are. So maybe there was a a proposal uh, somewhere happening in the venue last night. Not sure uh, if I've seen anything about that on social media. Ciro also did another, the, the second time this tour, like a weird, uh, like, you know, into his like voice modulator, mic sound intro things to a song. And, you know, it was very, very exciting that Ciro was back last night after his absence on Friday. Um, part of his little, you know, voice modulator spiel was, he said, yesterday I fell in love with a rock. Um, and all, all I, all I could see during this thing, you know, the cameras on zero in the background, I just see Trey just dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> was that in the ghost intro? When was that? Was it ghost? I don't, I don't know. I don't like remember really what it was. Weird intro to ghost yeah. that, that I, like I, I streamed Maybe it was. ghost and then I went to bed. Um, and then I listened to the rest this morning. And so when I put in the ghost, um, this morning I was like, took my daughter to like really early morning hockey and I like put it in as I'm list- watching her play. Cause you know, I'm watching, but I'm also listening. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it was the ghost and I pressed it and I was like, what is going on in this intro? I thought something was wrong it. with my headphones. And he was like, he talked about like, like something with morphine and like, it was just like a whole yeah. weird, weird maybe, thing. So maybe he, maybe he like, you know, j- just speculating here. Kidney maybe stone. Maybe, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say mean, he, like, tripped and fell and hit a rock, but that that's a, probably a much more plausible. Idea. Yeah, I ain't going to get your morphine. Kidney <laughs> yeah. stone might, though. Kidney yeah. stone. I had a kidney stone, and I got morphine, so I can attest to that, definitely. Yeah, All right, well, the, this is this is the official speculation I'm on no why Zero missed by the way, Friday's so. show. <laughs> Jive, Jive Goose MD gives Jive the med. opinion. <laughs> Jive, Jive Med, yeah. <laughs> So um, I do this... want to say I oh, think that no, the No Man in No Man's Land. I really love the tab like do up version of this song. It's it really works. It's so good and mm-hmm. awesome. James always sounds just super amazing in it. Just incredible. I love listening to that version. But the Ghost is great. You know, this is definitely like a song I want to hear Tab play next time I see Tab is to hear them do Ghost because I'm loving the way they're doing it. Sometimes almost <laughs> medical advice. Uh, oh God, we, we need some sort still... of like disclaimer or some shit for sure. <laughs> like note, yeah, don't listen yeah. to not anything we say. To us. Yeah. Hey, this is a great idea. I know we're going to get a slightly off topic here, but this is a great idea for the next mail sack. Ask us medical questions, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll consult uh, our if you're watching. attorneys. Yeah, if you're watching sure right now. If you're watching right now and you would like to tweet us your medical questions, please tag us at AAT Goosebud. Yeah, getting medical questions from people on Twitter sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, be careful. No pictures. This is like a Pandora's box. No pictures, please. Oh, my God. Yes, and and good good point, Ian, getting back on track here. Uh, There was no introduction (laughs) for any of the sit-ins with the tab set last night. It was just like, oh, by the way, um, you know, Rick and Peter are on stage now. In sync, baby. Yeah, and then suddenly, you know, when first tube happened, like, oh, there's Trevor, Jeff, and Ben. Like, you know, everyone's here. So, um, but, you know, Ghost was great. Hey, Stranger was great. Everything's Right was really good. Um, mm-hmm. Solid solid trio of songs uh, with Rick and Peter here. 
you know, again, Rick and Trey. Yeah, what does this, I mean, this mean they're like one? They're playing right? really well yeah. together. That, this that's this is an audio format, Ryan. Yeah, um, this is- you're right. My bad. I, sorry. It's like alt text. I, I put my hands together to signify the fact that they were playing really well together. Mind meld. Mind meld. Oh, man. It's true. I mean, it's I'm like running out of like ways to talk about how awesome it is. Um, and it was yeah. again last night. I mean, the ghost was something I was looking forward to. So that like happened and was excited about that but uh, yeah they they play so well together I yes mean, what what else can i say oh did that happen i didn't yeah know. that yeah. did yeah. Right. that's yeah. why ghost ghost was cut a little short because of that um yeah. shout it out trey, his guitar tech yes trey, trey oh that's right uh, yeah, made yeah. fun of his guitar tech for getting to you know kick back and relax normally for the whole show but then suddenly you have to fix a guitar amp in front of ten thousand people um, peter so told a funny out. story yes well, shout out to Justin Stabler, Trey's guitar tech. But yeah, Peter did tell a story, which I remember seeing in an interview recently um, with him. But uh, it was really a nice story about how one of his first fish shows, um, Trey made a comment about, you know, if there are any young people in the audience, like, you know, this is a pretty great job, like, you know, be a musician. Um, oh, and so it was, awesome. it was really, it was really nice to, you know, for Peter to get to say that on stage with Trey. And then Trey, uh, you know, gave him a solo. Uh, later on, it was like, like, do it, Peter. Like, show him how much yeah. fun it is to be a musician up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, show him how much fun it is to like rip it up in an arena or something. Like, it was yeah. so great. That was yeah. this awesome. The the whole like banter of these shows has just gotten better and better. And like, it's just it shows like just the good vibes that they're all having. And it's one of my favorite things about fish shows are like when you get that kind of special banter. And there's been a lot of it. It's awesome. Trey, when Trey's Lindsay. talking, he's like really happy. Lindsay echoing in the comments right there. Uh, it would be super stressful having Trey stare at you intensely, yes. especially when he's your idol, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, For sure. So yeah. it would be like having Jive Goose like stare at you or Neil stare at you while you're making your fantasy goose picks. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, say, it's like let's same not, level. Let's not do that. <laughs> well, Neil gets that from Nate. Um, uh, so, yeah. You, I don't know if you've right. ever known okay. anyone. I don't know if, if any of you have, have known anyone in real life who does that really intense stare, like you're just having a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like they don't look away and they, they don't even blink. They just stare it's, at it's you. It's stressful. Yeah, I think it's, I don't, yeah, I tend to be like, okay, I'm not, I don't really want to talk to that person anymore. Um, <laughs> was, he, was, he, was he alpha dogging them? And also this is, this, no, this, these shows, like... uh, this is the type of thing where I want to see a documentary made. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see this. I want to see the backstage footage. And there is someone who was filming the whole time, so we're good. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of feel like that type of stuff. uh, My fear is always that it it gets treated as being so intimate that that they won't. You don't want to put it out there. I just want. I mean, I just want the the footage. I just want the footage from the other day. Just like give me like you know an hour and a half of Trey and Rick just like puzzling over this this amp. Like, yeah, I like, you know, like reading it, reading the manual, like fiddling with it. I, I, I think that would be my, my most sought after footage from this tour. I think what I, what I want to see if this was to exist and, and if it does, Oh man, it's going to be awesome. Like if they did a day of show episode for like the whole tour, but it was like know, three hours done, long. That was three hours long. I would watch every bit of it, but I want to watch Rick or not Rick. I'm sorry. Trey talking to Peter. Because it feels like those two guys 
were like a friendship that was destined to happen. Yeah, totally. I don't know. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just like yeah, they just, they just love what they do so much. Yeah, they they definitely yeah. share a similar a, a similar a similar joy they they share together for yeah. sure. It's like love and light, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. They're just such similar guys. I don't know. I mean, like, I could just see the conversations they would have, and like, it'd probably be like the only kind of conversation that the two of them would enjoy. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you'd just be like a third wheel on it. Like, and they're just like vibing in their own way, but um. Yeah. I hope that exists. I'm looking forward to it. Bananas. Yeah, it's like eating bananas. <laughs> Two guys eating bananas. Two guys eating bananas. It's their podcast. Yeah, exactly. God, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to get some stuff out of it for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be really cool. And um, I want to see them rehearsing. I want to see them like learning each other's music. I just, I think that's so cool. Deciding what they're going to play. Like, mm-hmm. you know. What I, I would also like to, you know, figure out, like, what did they practice or what did they speculate on playing that they didn't play? Because I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there's there's lots of that. And, you know, what what did they want to play? that They didn't get a chance to like there's so so much so much behind the scenes that I love. But, the, the, you know, this tour was incredible. And let, let's talk about this encore here. Um, you know, in, in terms of repeats, we were going to get, you know, repeats of songs that had been played previously with this sit ins. Um, love that the llama came back again you know hearing yes. desron rip up that intro again just yeah <laughs> yeah that Slow llama filter. Is just so good and desron needs to play it all the time like they need to like bring him in for him and mike to do it together or something in fish because he just sounds incredible and mm-hmm. this was such a smart smart song for them to be playing on this tour yeah, and I, I i mean i love hearing rick you know, play the, play the solo that, you know, leads back into, you know, whatever the, the main lick coming back in, um, just sounds really cool. He took, uh, and he took a couple solos on it. Um, yeah, it was great. That's, I really like, I've always liked slow llama. Um, so yeah, super cool that we got to see that twice. Um, and then, um, yeah. And then, what did we get next, Ryan? Was Show of Life next? Show of Life, yeah. <laughs> Very surprising pick. Uh, not not what I was expecting. I feel no. like this Trey plays this song when he's feeling really sentimental. And mm-hmm. I think Trey was feeling very sentimental last night. And so mm-hmm. this song is like, you know, it's a song that's, I think, really meaningful to him. And, um, you know, maybe you can say it's like a little corny, but I think the lyrics are great. And I think it's a special it's one of those songs that Trey Trey has like he's in his feelings when he's playing the song. Mm. I think it's I'll take show song. of life over more. Um, and, and I could probably Don't rattle off a bunch RJ. of other ones. I like show of life. Um, <laughs> I, I, I never got, I, I never song. got the hate that I got. Now I can understand as an encore at a fish show. Let's just say I can see that I can right see now. That. Well, you have to play something else after it. If, if you just yeah. play that, if, then if, it's like the most depressing thing ever. If anybody, if anybody has a minute, go listen to the soundboard of 1231.13 when they start up Show of Life in the encore. Somebody in the crowd audibly yells, no, <laughs> on the recording. That is sad. That is <laughs> At really the end sad. of like the New Year's Eve show, like they go on for the encore. And just like, no, no, no. Oh, God. My brother is one of those haters. He immediately texted me last night. He was beside himself. I don't know. I thought it. I thought it hit. Yeah. You know, basically, yeah, like one, once I once I figured, like, no, they're not going to end on this. Then I was like, yeah, okay, it's good. 
I, I would have like, liked to hear, you know, Rick or Peter sing a verse of it, though. You know, I think yeah. that that's definitely something oh, that I was that wanting more of. We talked about, you know, Trey singing more Goose songs. You know, I wanted to see more of that, you know, Rick singing Fish songs. Like, Trey's acoustic guitar was on stage last night. Um, and so I'm guessing they were, they were planning on doing an acoustic tune to start the encore, but they, they scrapped that. Um, so I, I would have really, really loved to see, you know, Rick sing a verse of any of these songs. Same. I would have liked that too, a lot. And, and then, then party, party time. time. Yeah. Just fun. Yeah. And then that, I mean, another. That was really fun. Everything yeah. about that was just was, was fun. And like, I actually like kind of juxtaposing those two songs together, right? Like doing this like yeah. really heartfelt thing and then, then doing party time, which is like basically like, you know, tour is finally over. Let's, let's go have fun. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Already, and Trey, Trey says, was like, like, yeah, let's keep this fucking party going. Yeah. Which lends itself well to the conga line, you know, kind of line. stage exit. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, you can't do that to show of life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, like a funeral at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love, though, but, you know, everyone else was, you know, already doing the conga line drum thing except for the horns and Desron. And Desron's just still ripping up the party time yes. and bass line. And I was just like, Ah, like, don't stop playing, please. So, so good. And then someone throws Trey a torch on stage. That was shout out He's... to Noah Ray. Uh, yeah. He brought the torch to the show and threw it up to Trey, um, which that was. And Trey <laughs> threw really it to funny. Rick. Yeah. And Rick, and Rick, Rick, yeah. Rick missed it. Yeah, but, but he missed no. it, but he threw it to him. And I just thought that was awesome. Trevor, Rick was like, I, Trevor hope, I hope there's the not torch. some hidden meaning behind that. No, it's just, it's <laughs> yeah. just a torch. I think people are nah, already Trey analyzing that. Rick missing it. Yeah. When, oh, yeah. Oh. Well, he had yeah. no interest in catching it. It's almost like when someone throws a bouquet at a wedding and like you have no interest in getting married, like people will just like clear out and like back up. Mm -hmm. that yeah. almost, but then Peter is the guy that picks it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. yeah right. Back in back in March, um, you know, like and we know like, you know, they obviously know about all of the torch discourse and the nonsense that happens online. Like back in March, before they'd even met Trey or anything, um, you know, I know Rick had said like at like one of the festivals they play that Trey is also at, he he was like, it would, I think it would be hilarious if just like in, during our set, Trey just walked out and like handed me a lighter, <laughs> like and then just <laughs> left, like and that was it, like. Um, but yeah, it's you know what? Oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. I th I think I think we've got um a, a message from <laughs> the backyard uh, <laughs> while raking leaves. Yes. It does. Show of I life agree. was like the I love was like the I love you, and then party time was like the perfect way to just to bookend the entire run. Mm -hmm. I mean, just the perfect exactly. way to go out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then on the Master torch thing, just there. like one more one more thing about like the torch thing. So like, it wasn't just Noah with the torches. There were I saw another picture where there was like I think like at least fifteen torches, <laughs> and um, I think what's really funny about it is like Trey wanted the torch. He like leaned over the stage and was like, "Yeah, like, yeah, awesome. like, yeah." And I don't know if like I texted Noah this morning. I, he was like saying like that he practiced throwing it. Maybe he was doing that on social media, but like he was practicing the throw to Trey just to see <laughs> what would happen. Uh, but the best thing about that whole video is the look on Ben's face, or actually everybody's face. Yeah, when they, they were, see the door. They were dying laughing. I mean, they were already having the time of their lives doing that kind of conga line going out, but. After the the torch thing, it was just so much laughter and, and joy. It was just so awesome. Mm -hmm. So awesome. And so many hugs, like RJ says. 
Just yeah, so many. A fittingly wholesome about... ending. Go ahead. To, mm-hmm. to to this thing. So yeah, just uh, I guess I guess my final thoughts would be sad to see it come to an end, and it, this exceeded you know all of my expectations. You know, I it just. I didn't think too much about it ahead of time. I, I was thinking more about the data side of it, like, yeah, what songs might they play and how might sit-ins work and things like this. But just Musically. the 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 interactions and the love and, you know, I expected high quality playing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just the vibe was, was so strong. And, yeah, you know, I hope I, – I don't think this is the last we'll ever see – Trey and and Goose on stage together, or Rick and Trey on stage together, or however you want to want to slice it. I mean, well, we'll we're going to see something again, but we may never see eight shows in a row with with this kind of collaboration night after night. I mean, it was truly something special. Yeah, it really yeah. was, and I think it was a big deal. You know, for Tab too. I saw Natalie Kresman's post this morning that this was her first arena tour. You know, that's a big deal, and I never really put that together because you know you just see tab and you think like is always sold out when you see tab and, you know, but you don't realize like you're seeing them in smaller venues. And so this was exciting for them too. Um, and it was just incredible to watch Trey on stage with all of these, a lot of them, young, young musicians, just killing it and absolutely destroying in these big rooms you sold out. It was just, it was exciting and I'm really happy for everybody. And I think they all just stepped up. I knew it was going to be just a total love fest and it was, and I think so many people are, have been turned on to goose. And I think that some people have actually even learned more about tab, which is awesome. Yeah. I'm one of those folks that probably learned a little more about tab than I had known prior. Uh, One of the things that I I would say is my big takeaway uh, that just makes me really, really stoked for the future is just the genuine mutual inspiration between these musicians uh, that we're playing over these, these shows and just looking forward to what is going to, what's going to come out of that. What's, you know, what's in store for the future. So yeah, definitely a little bit sad to see it end. Uh, but what, uh, what grows out of these relationships that were forged over these shows? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, let's go around. I think everyone, their, their favorite, uh, moment or jam or sitting or whatever, but your, your favorite thing that has come out uh, from this tour. Um, mine would be, you know, the first thing that Trey played with Goose uh, in Portland, the All I Need. Um, I think best jam played by anybody on the tour. Um, really incredible. Um, and, you know, I, I already listened to it a ton, but it is still in my top 10 Goose jams of the year. So. I mean, I just have to say, I the only show I saw was Mohegan, and that whole night was just unbelievable. Totally attendance bias, but the energy in that room and the vibe and just so many moments. I saw Trey dancing all overnight, like all over stage, the way I've, I haven't seen him do that in a long time. And it was just so exciting to see just this like raw energy and inspiration from him and also just my favorite thing has just been listening to Goose every day and like learning more about Goose and just like really getting into them. I've, you know, I've been listening to them on and off for a few years, but this was really like my first deep dive and getting to talk to all of you guys about Goose. I feel like I really like I'm in with the big leagues, even though I don't deserve to be. So thank you. This has been awesome. Oh, you deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, they let me do it. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you got so- something? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm right there with Ryan. I think, you know, musically, the all I need is, um, you know, that's going to be something that's going to be listened to, you know, forever for me. Um, and then, you know, Trey on Madavan as well. I mean, the night traded Arcadia and Wisteria, two of my favorites back to back. Um, and then Rick and Trey doing Strange Design. Um, I mean, that was that that was yeah. a really cool moment. And then Trey taking the um, sorry for the lies line and Redbird second verse. Uh, yeah, just just love that. Yeah, yeah. Those are probably Straight some of my burden. favorite moments on top of mind. So for me, I'm just gonna go with that. Those four or five notes in Hunger Sight. Yeah, <laughs> that's yes. right. Place. So like you know, we talked about this yesterday when we recorded, but just the da, 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 like da, that. Da. That's it. Yeah. Like just those five so notes. Good. So like. If there's some way I could just play them back to you, I would say no words. And I would say my favorite moment is these five notes. And like, that's it. Because it's so just emotional. so good. There's so much emotion packed into those those few notes. And it, it's just wonderful. For me, it has to be just the continued uh, growth and interconnectedness of the fan base, uh, which, in my opinion, remains to be one of the coolest things, not only just about Goose, uh, but about this overlap with Tab and with Trey and with Fish uh, and continuing to, to grow those like-minded relationships, I think is just fabulous. Like it's it's one of the reasons that all of us are, are sitting here talking about this right now as uh, so we've bonded over this music uh, and we find it, uh, found, found common cause over this music. Uh, just real quick, Lindsay has asked twice about favorite posters from the run. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the Dave Clock uh, general show poster is probably my favorite from the run. Uh, number night one, the Zazcorp. Zaz, she's, she's yeah. so good. Oh, that was the. She's such an amazing artist. That was the underwater one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. She's, That's she's awesome. She's like my favorite. Mm -hmm. I, re I, I really like coming in the mail. I really like the 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 moon poster, um, and also the 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 tree head one from Glen Falls from really my birthday. Cool. That one was cool. The one from last night was interesting. Quite the quite the beast. Yeah, it was very uh fantasy world. Young adult know. young adult <laughs> fantasy novel cover. Yeah, actually that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. And it, so and you know, one other thing I didn't mention, uh, you know, the HF pod always almost there, great beyond collaborations mm -hmm. have been a special, you know, part of this run as well. I wish I could have done all eight. Um but uh, yeah, some of us work. So uh, <laughs> you you play pickleball five hours a day, man. <laughs> like, super. That's work. That's work, buddy. <laughs> that, does, that doesn't just happen. Dude, prize money, bro. <laughs> um. So yeah. So so you know, happy to have um, to be on with with you, Megan. Today. Uh, sorry we didn't get get RJ back again, and and some of the guys from from great beyond as well. Being on with Jonathan was, was really fun. Um, so, yeah. So, and I think RJ said it like, you know, Hey, you know, the end of this taboos tour doesn't have to be the end of, of our podcast collaborations. So, so yeah. So maybe, you know, as Goosemas and some other things roll around, um, you know, we'll be able to, to do some more of this kind of stuff. Cause uh, super fun, super fun. Yes. So yep. fun. It's been, yeah, it's been amazing. I, I agree. It has been so much fun recapping this every day. Um, I'm going to miss it. You know, like tomorrow we wake up and there's no podcast at three, which, you know, 
it'll be nice to have a break, but then we have a month until the next Goose shows, which is a long time. But yep. um, also, I believe, Megan, you guys are doing a, a tour recap HF pod tomorrow. Yeah, 4.30. We're going to do our kind of tour recap of the Goose Tab run. So, yeah, yeah hopefully and, and we are recording. There. Yeah, and we are recording our massive multi-hour, you know, recap <laughs> episode as we do uh, tonight. So uh, stay tuned for that uh, coming out very, very soon. I can't um, wait to listen to that, especially once it gets into hour two. Yeah, that that's that's the magic. <laughs> that's, that's where the magic, where the magic happens. happens. After yeah. the two the hour sweet point. Spot. That's what I the hear. Sweet yeah. Spot. <laughs> that's when Neil starts to go on his I am the greatest <laughs> segments. I mean, I feel uh, like he kind of has like a spot to do that from now. He he won the fantasy. Um, if this isn't the again. first time, Megan, we, we appreciate it, but we don't like he doesn't need more <laughs> ego inflation. Yeah, don't encourage that oh, behavior. Man. Neil, uh, I got your back. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think this is a great spot to end it, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to all eight of these recaps. Um, we will see you again soon, whenever whenever that may be. Um, but follow us, all of the podcasts. Too many to mention. Hi, I'm Dave Gebro. I threw my career as a licensed hearing instrument specialist in the trash, sold my house, and created the ultimate music obsessives podcast, Discography. Each episode of Discography features an eclectic and wide-ranging slew of cool musicians doing long-form deep-dive interviews in which we rate either their favorite band's output or their own from zero to five stars. From Mike Watt rating the Minutemen to Terry Kirkman from The Association, Bob Nastanovich on Pavement, Bob Forrest on The Band, Bob Mayer on The Replacements, and Lou Barlow on The Zombies, each new guest swings a hard left into an area you either had no idea you needed to know about or know all about and can't believe you're not alone out there. Coming up, here's who we've got on the program. The Lemon Twigs, Robert Schneider from The Apples and Stereo, the Dedrick Siblings from The Free Design, Joel Sel on mother-murdering superstar drummer Jim Gordon and a record-breaking 20-hour interview with the great Michelle Phillips about the mamas and the papas. You're not going to want to miss it because there's nothing quite like it. Don't let your youth go to waste, lads and ladies. Discography. Subscribe. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.